Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Federal ministers are voicing strong opposition to Alberta Premier Daniel Smith's proposed restrictions on transgender rights, arguing it'll put youth at risk with one of the most aggressive policies of its kind uh, in Canada. Federal Health Minister Mark Collins says he is deeply disturbed by the provincial plan that was announced by Ms. Smith yesterday. The proposals first announced on the social media site X involve transgender policies and guidelines ranging from restrictions on hormone therapy and surgery to participation in sport. Smith uh, spoke to news organizations earlier today uh, talking specifically about the fact that she is confident Albertans do not want children to make irreversible decisions. Take a listen. I am confident that Albertans do not want children to make irreversible decisions that impact their reproductive health. I am confident that they do not think that those are child decisions to make, that those are adult decisions to make. I am also confident that parents love their kids and they want to know what's going on with their kids. doesn't matter what perspective they come from. They want to make sure that uh, they're walking the journey with their child every step of the way. And anyone who's trying to put roadblocks in that child-parent relationship, they've got to, I, I don't think they have public support. I mean, that said, we, we do know that there are going to be difficult conversations to be had. That's why we are going to be supporting a pilot project to ensure that families are able to have counseling right alongside with the kids. And if there is ever an instance where a child feels rejected or, or at risk of harm, we have a child protection service, and we are going to make sure that those kids also have a safe environment to be in. So I, I would say that this is the right balance. This is what I believe Albertans expect of us to do to make sure that we're protecting kids' choices. Now, Alberta's official opposition NDP and former Premier leader and Rachel Notley uh, says that the Premier's comments and her government's uh, policies are putting vulnerable children at risk. Take a listen. Listening to Danielle Smith's message, some might have heard a calm delivery, but the words themselves were cynical and cruel. Now, while we anticipated that the UCP would bring forward policies and guidelines similar to those in New Brunswick or Saskatchewan, Danielle Smith's UCP went well beyond those initiatives, expanding her attack to include the whole 2SLGBTQ plus community as well as any child at all, quite frankly, who benefits from a sex education. The decisions made by Danielle Smith and her government are designed to further divide those who have been subjected to misinformation and conspiracy theories generated by a wing of a United Conservative Party. When it comes to gender-affirming health care, Smith's new policy represents government interference in what should be a collaborative and private decision between parents, their child, Danielle Smith and her cabinet are quite honestly the last people who should be inserting themselves into people's lives this way. 
So very strong uh, uh, comments there from the opposition leader in Alberta. Many have said uh, that could we see something like that here in British Columbia? I don't think the NDP is heading in that direction here provincially. But, um, you know, this is a conversation that isn't just an Alberta conversation, but a national one. It's been discussed as well in other prairie provinces as well. Now, I just want to uh, clarify a couple of things. For those aged 15 and under, in regards to the Alberta p- policy, for those aged 15 and under, parents will be notified uh, and will be required to give consent to their children, child's new name or pronoun. Uh, for those aged 16 or 17, parents will be notified but will not be required to give consent in regards to children uh, and pronouns. Now, one of the major objections to that is is that they, this would out children who are comfortably expressing their identity at schools but may feel unsafe at home. Now, in Saskatchewan, uh, the court of the King's Bench issued a temporary injunction against a school policy saying it may cause irreparable harm, but the Premier Scott Moat and his Conservative government invoked the notwithstanding uh, clause. There's also... Uh, new rules around sex education, sexual education, or any formal discussion of human sexuality or gender identity will also be limited under the new policy measure. Schools will need to notify parents and received an opt-in requirement every single time there is a formal lesson on human sexuality, gender identity, or sexual orientation, and about transgendered people in sports. Uh, She says it's emerging issues and issue and it's divisive. Uh, so as a result, her government will explore female-only sports leagues and with the possibility of transgender youth getting to participate in co-ed leagues. Uh, there's a lot more here. Joining me now is our show contributor, Jerry Mayer Judson. We talked a little bit about this yesterday, just as news broke. Wanted to talk to you a little bit more about this. I know you have a, a feature for us at 4 o'clock. Your thoughts on this after, you know, 24 hours of sort of, uh, you know, trying to, I guess, understand <laughs> all of it. And I think the whole country, uh, in regards to this, uh, it's a bigger, wider conversation. Your thoughts? I think that... Premier Smith needs to, instead of just making announcements on on X, formerly known as Twitter, she needs to put pen to paper a little bit and kind of give us like the formal regulations. Is it are there going to be? Are you going to write it down? Are there going to be actual regulations? Is there going to be a bill? Is it going to be something so that I don't know people can legally prepare themselves perhaps to to see what kind of challenges need to be made? Because right now she's kind of just saying words, and in her media availability today, I didn't really get any sense of how. She she is moving forward with this. So I'm confused and frightened, I guess, as, as a, which seems to be kind of the sentiment of a lot of my friends and folks back home. Just they, we don't know what's happening, but there's been a good outpouring of support um, for, you know, people saying, well, L- to us LGBTQ plus community, mm-hmm. we know you're scared. We know that this is a lot and um, we're here for you. So I guess that's been nice. Now, Alberta will also ban puberty blockers and hormone therapy for youth under the age of 16. Uh, it'll ban all all top and bottom surgeries for those under the age of 18. Now, some people are going to say, wait a minute here. Uh, the premier and her government through the legislation has a point. Young people should not be making these irreversible uh, changes, as the premier said, on that issue. Can I cut in with something, yeah, though? Is I think in. that uh, puberty is also an irreversible change that happens to your body. If you go through one puberty that does not align with the gender that you feel, then you have to undo that later in your life. So I don't understand. I think it's a false equivalency because she's saying, well, you have to opt into this decision, that it is somehow worse than going through the puberty that your body decides that it is going to go through. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think... I, I just I don't I don't like that sort of argument myself. Now let's go back to the issue of pronouns. And you and I disagreed on this yesterday. I'm, I am really trying to understand. I think you didn't realize I'm trying to understand this. But as a parent, I still would want to be notified mm-hmm. if my my child um, wants to change a name or pronoun. Uh, and I get where you're coming from in the sense, and where the 
premier is coming from in regards to parents' rights, I understand there's going to be a, probably a small minority of parents that do not handle that news very well. Totally. They may not treat their children well. Mm-hmm. So do we focus on that small minority, but you exclude the majority, I think, of parents who will say, I love my kid, we'll get this to together, I want to provide the support, I should still know. I think these might be the kinds of parents that would sort of know anyways, or maybe you do make an environment where your child feels comfortable to tell you about that anyways, and maybe that you're making, you're taking pains so they feel safe at home, Mm -hmm. um, which that is, that's excellent and amazing. And then, you know, then I guess it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter too much because you'd already kind of be in the loop. I don't think that a parent necessarily is going to know every single thing that's going on with their kid at school, like even through the best of intentions, even though you want to, because children, I mean, youths, minors, they sort of have private lives regardless of what, unless you can like being John Malkovich inside their brain and look through their eyes and see what they're experiencing. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that I'm not pro hiding everything from parents for sure. I'm not. I just think that it seems, uh, I don't know. I'm just not also not in favor of maybe taking away the one safe space that a minority of kids Mm -hmm. have. Cause I totally understand that most families, it's not like that. Most families, you're going to love your kid no matter what that love is unconditional, but Mm -hmm. there it's just the scary tiny, tiny minority of families where that's not the case that I worry for.